0: I'm at my daughter's soccer practice and I'm in the car because as a uh, COVID precaution, during practices, they generally have the parents drive right up to the edge of the field and we wait in our cars and watch from our cars. And that means we don't have to deal with any of the rest of the social distancing business. When there's a game, they make sure that we all sit six feet apart. They put down little markers, which is great, makes it nice and easy. And we wear our masks. And, uh, that's been fine. When the girls are off the field, they sit six feet apart. They have little cones on the field that, uh, mark where they're supposed to be. They don't share anything, uh, any objects equipment anything like that they stay apart from each other they put on masks they have uh, many of them have lanyards because they have masks at school and so they've got their masks with them uh, and they wear those when they're off the field uh and it's all you know it all makes sense right the part that doesn't make sense is that we're letting them play at all uh you know uh, because when they go out and actually play games when they go out and they're actually practicing they don't wear masks i didn't know that or understand that i'm sure that's my own fault for not knowing that um i didn't know that though before uh, the season got started and i remember showing up at the first practice for the season assuming that it was going to be uh, run very differently, that practices would be held so that the kids didn't really come in contact with each other and uh, they would find some other way to kind of play the games or do some of the thing that kind of kept masks on and mitigated all those things. Um, But the compromise they make is in fact that they really enforce the distancing and masking for all other aspects of it. And they hope that that sort of gives them the leeway then to allow them to play as they normally would when they're on the field. It's sort of saying, I know that this is a bad idea. And it's risky, so we'll just make sure we're really careful when we're not actually playing. So we'll really be hard and fast on those uh, guidelines at all times, except during the playing. I get it, but I still don't like it. So, as I'm recording this... We just learned that the president, who, as you know, got himself infected, was going to be leaving the hospital, going back to the White House. And he tweeted something about how Americans should not be afraid of COVID and that he now feels 20 years better. I don't know anybody who has been killed by COVID. I know people who've gotten it. I know people who've suffered through it. I don't know anybody who's died from it. And yet I am still horrified that anyone would say, don't be afraid of it. And I actually feel better now that I had it. And I'm trying to mitigate my sense of spiraling outrage by remembering something that I have just been writing about, which was in response to the president getting sick in the first place, which was to say, well, of course he did. There's been this kind of feeling among the reality-based community anyway that no matter what happens, no matter what Trump does, no matter what outrage he induces, he's got some magic power that makes it all just work out for him. It feels that way very much. But then you look at how things are actually going, how, what his poll numbers actually are. You know, you go to the 538 tracker, that you know, the model that predicts the outcome. And it's today, last time I saw it, was 81%, 81% chance Biden, uh, 18% Trump. And it's like, well, of course that's how it is. That is absolutely what you would expect. In other words, in these really abnormal times when we have to do these abnormal things and we've got this abnormal guy who's in charge, people are responding normally, as you would expect. Other things are occurring as you would expect. The COVID-19 pandemic is not normal in that hundreds of thousands of people in the United States are dead. That a million people are infected. But that is normal for a virus. That is the normal behavior of an infectious disease. It is to infect. So, when you've got your abnormal president establishing an abnormal culture of how one deals with something like that, which is denial, making things up, downplaying lots of lying, disregarding safety protocols and things. The normal thing to happen is for him to then get infected. The virus is behaving like a normal virus. It's being totally normal for it and by behaving abnormally, the thing you would expect actually happens. He gets it. Everyone around him gets it. Just a few hours ago, we heard that his press secretary got it. Lots of the people who have been at the White House, Secret Service, staff, senators, etc., journalists. So of course, Of course he got it. Of course they're all getting it, because they're not even trying not to. That's the normal thing. The thing you would expect to happen is that they would all get it. Now, it's not good that they're getting it, but in a sense it was reassuring because it told me, right, even in this weird, upsetting, gut-wrenching time, When there feels like there is no certainty that nothing is normal, the normal thing happened. And that's what's happening in the election too. At least as of right now, the normal thing is happening. We got an abnormal president because people didn't know what they were in for. And he behaves terribly objectively, terribly. And of course, because of the partisan makeup of the country, there's always going to be a solid block of people who are going to be with him no matter what happens, because he has a rep- he has the R next to his name. And that's it. That's all that matters. So those people will always be there. And f- there's always going to be the people who will always go with the person with the D next to their name. They will always be there. And so for the people that are deciding the election in the middle... Well, of course they don't like it. They see his depravity at the debate. They see the way he has completely botched the response to the coronavirus. And I believe they assign blame for many of the deaths from the coronavirus to him. So, of course he's going to lose the election. Now, this is putting aside whatever kind of malfeasance or funny business that he gets into. Aside from what he might decide to do in some extra legal fascistic sense, uh, of, of, of course he's losing the election. And people don't remember the polls in 2016, which is what has us all scarred, right? Because we all assume that Hillary Clinton was going to win. even he assumed it. The scars of 2016 make us think that like the polls were all wrong, and so we can't trust the polls. But the polls were not wrong. Pretty much everything fell within the margin of error. All those swing states, which is where the election gets decided, we're all in that... We're all very close. We're all in that tiny little margin of error. And so, you know, on that day in 2016 when people went out to vote, that's just how the dice rolled. He... Squeaked out little victories here and there in just the right states. And it was totally in line with what the polls had already been saying. I mean, they're not perfect. The polls are never perfect. They can't possibly be. But it wasn't abnormal. People who always vote Republican voted Republican. People who always vote Democrat voted Democrat. Then you have whatever other external factors are going on. You mush it all together, and you have an unremarkable outcome. Was it the less likely outcome? Sure. But not bizarre. And I think this time it's bizarre. I mean that if he were to win this time, it would be more bizarre. This is not to say that it's utterly in the bag. And again, who knows what he's going to do in terms of uh, refusing to cede power if he loses. But that's beside what I'm talking about. Just on the election itself. The chances are real good he's just going to lose, and that's perfectly normal. Of course he would. So I'm trying to remind myself of that as I process the latest episode of his reality show from the White House. Because I worry that his message, that he's so tough, and that's why he beat it, and that it's not all that big a deal to begin with, and... Gosh, I feel 20 years better. I guess I just don't know how that plays. I, I just don't know. Do people buy that? Beyond the folks who are going to go for him no matter what he says, no matter what he does. Are people going to buy that? And I feel like they're not. At least... Not the folks who so far have said, it is clear to me that this is going badly and we should really get somebody else in here. I don't think anybody would be swayed the other way because they think, oh, well, he's fine now, and so therefore it never was a problem, and therefore all these other things that have been going on have completely left my consciousness that would be really abnormal I think and I guess what I'm trying to say is these are abnormal times but we're still gonna respond to them as humans the way humans respond to things and it would be really abnormal if The majority of Americans were to be like, "Yeah, things really are going out okay, and uh, we should uh, we should we should stick." That would be abnormal. But at the same time, I also know that I'm sitting in my car at my daughter's soccer practice because there is a pandemic on. And we're all trying to protect each other from ourselves. And yet... We still have our daughters out there, maskless, playing together. It's outdoors, I know. I didn't like it when I realized that they would be playing together normally, maskless. But I didn't pull her out. I didn't put my foot down and say, well, this won't stand. I'm just sort of going along, even though there's this cognitive dissonance about it. That's what we're all doing. All the parents here, the coaches, we're all aware that there's a disconnect. And yet we social distance from each other We're in our cars. We wear our masks when we get out of the car. The girls stay six feet apart when they're off the field. And then we sort of pretend the virus doesn't exist once they get on it. And we hope for the best. And maybe squaring that circle, sort of pretending that those things sort of make sense when they don't, Maybe that's also normal. Because normal doesn't mean good. Normal doesn't mean for the best. But it's predictable. It's known. And human beings taking major precautions in some areas and sort of trading off big risks in others that is known that's to be expected that is normal but if we can still all do that sort of pretend an alternate reality exists on the field even if just for short bursts of time I wonder What else we can make ourselves believe? I wonder if we can be led to believe that COVID makes you feel 20 years better.